<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to How to Survive with Danielle and Christine, the show that teaches you how to survive the things that can kill you. Like expired cheese. Ugh. COVID. The sequel. No. How about bad credit? Ugh. And the things that make you just wish you were dead. Like mooching boyfriends. Mm. Surprise! It's your period. <laughs> How about being related to Ron DeSantis? Oh, that can't be fun for anybody. No. The only thing that can cure them? Our theme song. Let's hit it. Boop! Ground is shaking under our feet. Mountains on fire, flooding in the street. Can't breathe the air, can't fight the feeling. Goblin down, Xanax ain't the Hi, Chris. Hey. Hi, Garen. Hello. How's it going? Oh, I I just wish we could gossip. We can gossip. We totally can. Well, we just heard from Garen that Lizzo might be problematic. Yes. Of all people. Yeah. I'm gonna let the I'm gonna the jury's out on that. I'm gonna let that. I guess literally because she's being sued for being About, inappropriate with her yeah staff sexual harassment religious harassment religious harassment. Yeah, her dance. Captain or whoever's in charge of their dancers apparent uh, allegedly is like proselytizing or whatever at that at would that practices. would practices that could that would be worse to me than being yeah. I'd rather sexually yeah. please grab my ass <laughs> know, but exactly. just don't talk to me about Jesus <laughs> exactly I don't want to know why I'm going to hell just stick a finger up me <laughs> I'd rather deal with it than I'd have a story. All right, Stick I'm being a finger at me. I'm being wildly sarcastic. But still. But not. But not. Not really. Well, wow. So and then Lizzo's being sued for sexual harassment. So she was like for for making people for making her dancers touch uh, nude people in Amsterdam? Yeah, so I guess uh pressuring a dancer into touching a nude performer at an Amsterdam club. I thought that's what right. you were supposed so, to do. So it's probably like <laughs> 
they're, uh, they're drinking and, and they're like, like do, do it, do it. it. Yeah. That's how I'm picturing it. And then someone decides to sue over that. Yeah. I don't know. I'm on but Lizzo's side. So far I am, but I don't know what's really happening. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I don't know. You can't sue for everything. Oh, it's exhausting. Sometimes you just, life is going to have experiences. If I sued for every time I had a bad experience right? on a set... Right. Why didn't I? Jesus. I was just going to say. <laughs> maybe you should have. Can you go you back have, in time? You like, may have had legitimate reasons. Do I have time to do this? Um, I did finally see Barbie. Oh, great. I really liked it. Yeah. I don't want to say what I didn't like about it because I'm sure there are people who still haven't seen it. But I really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. I agree. I overall yeah. really enjoyed it. I definitely think everyone should see it. Wait, did your kids see it? Yeah. Okay, so that's interesting. What do 10-year-old, almost 11-year-olds think of this movie? They really liked it. Okay. They enjoyed it. They thought it was fun. Um, It was funnier than I thought it was going to be. Like, I was impressed because I guess since it was Greta Gerwig and Noah Baumbach writing it together, I thought the jokes were funnier than I thought. Oh, that's interesting. I I actually thought it could have used a punch-up. Well, but considering they're not... I don't think of them as comedy writers. Comedy writers. Yeah, 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 I yeah. guess I was like, oh, there's some, oh, that's a good the point. jokes are pretty good. Yeah. You know, it, it wasn't like joke writer level jokes. You know, right. I guess I, I I went in thinking not necessarily I'm going to see a comedy. And I was like, oh, this is a comedy. Okay. You know, yeah, I mean, I definitely laughed out loud a few times. Yeah. I, I, some things definitely hit. But there were a couple very specific things that I was like, mm, mm, yeah, I'm I'm, but we can talk about that off air. Okay, we will. So that uh, I'm just curious, what the kids did? The kids like? Did you talk to them about like you know the sexist stuff and like what all that means? Did they get that? I think they got it. They you got know, it. I mean, I mean, it was very on the nose. It was hard it was, not to get. It but. was you know that was maybe one of the things that was like yeah. very on the nose. So yeah. I I think they got it. And I mean, you know, whether this is. Um, Maybe my bad parenting, you know, they've seen a lot. They watch a lot of SNL. They've seen every, probably every episode of The Simpsons. So I think I there's, don't think that's bad parenting there's a lot of kind of cultural stuff that they've been exposed to gotcha. as, as far as like patriarchy, mm-hmm. sexism. I talk about that kind of stuff a lot. Okay. You know, that they will even point stuff out, like if it's in a show. Mm-hmm. Like when we've been watching Naked and Afraid, uh-huh. there is an interesting element in Naked and Afraid, you know, because they're, they're pairing a man and a woman together. Mm-hmm. There's an element of machismo guy yeah. that often goes on that show because they're survivalist guys. And a lot of them have a military background. So you get a lot of like machismo guys who are kind of sexist mm-hmm. towards the women. Yeah. And are and, and my kids are, will immediately point it out. Good. They'll be like, look at that guy. He's like, <sighs> he's not being very dismissive towards the woman. And he's kind of trying to take charge. And when she does something, he's he talks down to her about it. Like, that's great. They notice it. OK. And I think it's maybe because of all the things they've been exposed to. And also because I'm harping on it. Because <laughs> I'm a nag. Because I'm, I'm a, a har- womanly nag. I'm a harpy, naggy woman who never, <laughs> you know, misses a chance to point it out. <laughs> but also, yeah, I'm I'm very quick to sort of point those things That's out. That's good. Because I want them to notice yeah. it. You know, they. I think it's important for them to see those kind of things. So Yeah. Hey, yeah. before you start. Oh, because you saw, yeah. Sorry. I think we need to tell everybody, no, I think... We need to tell everybody our merchandise store. Yes. Danielle, well, good job. Not really. <laughs> I fucked it up 
25 different ways, and I feel so embarrassed I about it. I think we could both take responsibility <sighs> no, for No, it was my bad. I was so excited about getting it up. Uh, that's what he said. So um, <laughs> if you go to howtosurvive.threadless.com. Or just go to our well, website. It's not fixed on our website yet, but okay. it will be by the time this episode comes okay. out. So you can go to our website. It's going to have a link in our newsletter. Right. So there, you can get to it many different ways. Yes. So we have four designs, lots of products. We've oh. got we've got yoga mats. Oh my gosh, I'm getting I'm going to get a new one because my cat is destroying my. Yoga oh mat. really? Oh well, then you yeah because yeah. you could get a, how perfect is a remain calm yoga mat? I can't think of anything more perfect to be on a yoga you mat. You can get a tote bag. You can get a little like fabric backpack you know you need a tote bag plus of course many styles of t-shirts stickers stickers magnets uh mugs um yeah probably stuff we're not even saying i think a mouse pad might be Ooh. one of them yeah mouse, pad. mouse pads like nobody's business yeah, yeah it's not our business but if you <laughs> need it then we'll know and if you so. take a picture we'll share it on social media yes oh it, that's a good idea so. yeah Please but make they, it our business. Yeah, but the shirts come in all different, you know, styles. If you like a thicker t-shirt, a thinner t-shirt, a tighter t-shirt, a baseball tee, a ringer tee. The ringer tee is half cute. Half shirt? You have to cut it yourself, I think, Ooh, to make a half shirt. Here's what I want you to do. Yeah. Get full-size shirt and then cut it in the bottom, like, stringy. Oh, I hated that look. Remember? God, Remember, like, yes. didn't Bon Jovi wear one like that in, like, a video? Say, I Did he? Bon Jovi please find that. Karen, oh, I thought please. that was just a women thing. I think, I think rockers did it. I hope oh. there's a picture of John Bon Jovi doing that. Do you know his son is engaged to Millie Bobby Brown? I did know that. That's, yeah. They're too young to be engaged. I agree. I don't know how old they are, but they're too young. I hope that's a publicity thing. Yeah. It's got to be, right? They can't be getting I don't engaged know. this early. I mean, look at Ariana Grande. Yeah, she's like, I've already she been gets married. married. She's done. Yeah. But multiple times? I don't know. I just imagine. And then the guy that she left her yeah. husband for, or at least is dating now that she's divorced. Yeah. Have you seen him? No. I never even saw a picture of her husband. That happened so fast. He's real goofy looking. I mean, you do not expect him to be. Pulling, as they say, Ariana Grande. Well, maybe he's nice. Well, or funny. I don't know. He just left his wife, so I don't know how nice he is. But um, oh, creep! He claims they were already divorced before he started oh, I dating. Bet. But who I knows? Bet. Um, he, yeah, they're in Wicked together, the movie. So uh, obviously he's talented. He must be a singer. Regional Wicked. Regional Wicked. Whoa! 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 <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Uh, Garen just pulled up a photo that I thought was uh, the thing is he's corpse. What is that, <laughs> Garen? What are you that's, making me that's, look? That's the that's guy. Her fella. That's the guy who's who's married. She may or may not have destroyed, and he has kids or a kid. That's the guy. She had to have him, Chris. She had to have. That's him. the guy she had to have on top she, of her. Yes. Let me see she it again. She had to. Let me see it again one more time. Are, are you here? Here's a. Here's I mean, one. look, we've all been in our twenties, but stop it! <laughs> is there a normal picture of him? That's what he looks he like. He's in his prime or something. They're out he's the... just he. He looks. You know, he's just. He looks. He's got orange hair. Yeah. Very pale. He's he's a fine, average, normal-looking person. If you were just seeing him on the street, maybe you're being to, very generous right well, now. Well, I don't like making fun of people's looks. No, but I I don't, wanna, I'm the one I who started it. I don't so. want to look shame. It's just it's just not the person you expect. Oh, she had to have him. <laughs> she it was worth 
She had possibly two marriages, two marriages right. have been destroyed. We don't want to ascribe blame to anyone. Right. But she seems to like guys that aren't traditionally. I hot, know, but everyone says that about unquote. Pete. Uh, Davidson, he's fine looking. He's fine. I don't, I don't think Pete Davidson is. I yeah. like Pete. I think like, he's a cutie patootie, yeah, to be I honest. Think he's, I don't, yeah. he's not, again, doesn't ring my bell. No, but, not me neither, but I don't think it's like, oh my God, I think him? he's a cutie patootie. But this guy looks, I mean, he looks sort of effeminate and um, he looks <laughs> like he would play an undertaker <laughs> in some kind of, you know, scary musical. He's the perfect Seymour. Yes. I think. Speak. No, I don't even think that. No, you mean in um, Little Shop? Little Shop? No, he would know. maybe an understudy in <laughs> of regional Little C- Little Shop. Regional <laughs> Little Shop. I I do want to say I think we'll have some new designs coming too. We're gonna work I, on. I'm gonna I sure hope so. Work on some new designs based on some fun. Things, things we said recently. Said. Okay. So the well, drink your coffee, by the way, looks fantastic too. And that you don't even have to be a fan of the show. Like that's a just a great drink your coffee. Drink your coffee. Um, I know we gotta get to the topic, but can I just tell we you do. one quick thing? Yeah. Benjamin over the weekend decided to start designing <laughs> drink your coffee coffee to try to sell on our site where oh my so he made coffee, he ordered bottles, and he made a logo, and now he's making coffee to try to sell to our fans that's fantastic but how are we going to do that we can't I, sell coffee on a I know. site that prints t-shirts i know but he's got, he's figuring it out so okay. he's like mom i'm making drink your coffee coffee for your how to survive so fans. cute <laughs> i'm letting him figure it I out i love him so much so, that's coming all right we really need to get yes, to today's sorry. topic Go. it's sort of a long one but maybe i can um edit as we go no just make it long and we'll figure it out <laughs> It is how to survive a low credit score. Oh, been there, right? Yes. This is a very useful, I think, um, a lot topic. of people have to deal with this. Yes, yes. And also, you don't know what goes into it, and this just kind of tells you. It's a little primer. I love it. Okay, your credit score is one of the most important measures of your financial health. It tells lenders at a glance how responsibly you use credit. The better your score, the easier you will find it to be approved for uh, new loans or new lines of credit. A higher credit score can also open the door to the lowest available interest rates mm-hmm. when you borrow. If you uh, would like to boost your credit score, there are a number of quick, simple things you can do. While it might take a few months to see an improvement in your credit score, you can start working toward a better score in just a few hours. Ooh, a few hours. Tell us how, Danielle. I, I'm going to, but first I'm just going to tell you why it matters. Credit scores measure your ability to manage debt. The higher your score, the more responsible you appear in the eyes of the lenders. An 850 credit score, for instance, is considered to be perfect score using the FICO model. Um, Ooh, I don't have that one. An 850? No, I'm not. I don't know what my credit score is. It doesn't, your your, uh, banks don't give you? You can tell, your banks should be able to. I'm sure, yes. What does a high credit score get you? The simplest answer is better loan terms and easier approval. A good or excellent credit score will save most people hundreds of thousands of dollars over the course of their lifetime. Mm -hmm. Someone with excellent credit gets better rates on mortgages, auto loans, and everything that involves financing. Individuals with better credit ratings are considered, well, also when you rent, like look at your credit score, even though you're not going to be doing a mortgage, they still want to. Individuals with better credit ratings are considered lower risk borrowers with more banks competing for their business and offering better rates, fees, and perks. Conversely, those with poor credit ratings are considered higher-risk borrowers with fewer lenders competing for them and more businesses getting away with high annual percentage rates or APRs because of it. 
Additionally, a poor credit score can affect your ability to rent for, oh, I got ahead of myself, to find rental housing. There you go. Rent a car. Yeah. And I didn't know that. I didn't know they look at it to rent a car. And even get life insurance because your credit score affects your insurance score. How to build good credit. Basically everything as an adult. Yes, yes. And it's something you kind of, going back to those things that they don't tell you in school that you yeah. need to be aware of. And it starts like immediately when you become an yeah, adult. Like right. you have to start building it yes. right away. How to build good credit. Oh, segue. Yeah. Luckily, there are several steps that you can take to improve your credit score. Some of them, <laughs> my glasses are floating. I like how you just did like a, <laughs> like you just saw like text something Avery sexy. With my, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and my tongue rolled out. That was a good font. Roll back in. <laughs> a sexy font. Ooh. Some of them may be things you work on over the course of weeks or months. Others are doable in a single day Ooh. and will help your credit improve quickly. Okay. This is step one. Review your credit reports. Estimated time, one to three hours. Before you can work on improving your credit, it helps to know what might be working in your favor or against you. That's where checking your credit history comes in. Pull a copy of your credit report from each of the three major national credit bureaus, Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion. Then review each report to see what's helping or hurting your score. Factors that contribute to a higher credit score include history of on-time payments, low balances on your credit cards, a mix of different credit card and loan accounts, older credit accounts, we'll get more into that later, and minimal inquiries for new credit. Later missed payments, high credit card balances, collections, and judgments are major credit score detractors. Yes, you don't want things to go into collections right. if you can help it. And here's a little tip yes. I learned. If you have a late payment accidentally, you yeah. can call the credit card company and just say like hey can you not yes. have that listed because I don't want it to show up in my credit report and oftentimes they won't do that I actually have done that yeah. I don't need, I don't know if it was a credit card it may have been uh, like some other bill and well, it was, so I was you like get it off your, yeah. and they were they're they, like yeah fine yeah that's a that's a very good point Chris you can you can plead dumb dumb yeah. I call it pleading dumb dumb um, but you have to be a girl and use a cute voice. Yeah, you have to talk like this. So if you're a man, just <laughs> no use a girl voice. How would Ariana Grande's uh, boyfriend hey, talk? Um, so <laughs> talk like Ariana Grande in Sam Mac was it Sam and Cat? That was oh, the show she was in. Yeah, yeah. Um, how often should you check your credit score? You should check your credit score regularly to check for errors, but make sure that you do so through soft inquiries. Because you know how you're, you you were always told, like, don't check You don't want to ding it. You don't want to have your yeah. credit checked too much. And this is, explains how you do and don't do that. Uh, right. So that your score isn't dinged. Many banks offer free credit monitoring to their customers. Check with yours to see if you can enroll in their service and get alerts whenever your score changes. Yeah. So that's good. How can you quickly improve your credit score? Improving credit scores can take time and you likely won't see a huge increase overnight. However, you can take pills for that, though. Oh, yeah. Take those credit score pills. Yeah. I think they have them at like GNC. <laughs> they also have them at the gas station, but I don't know if I would take those no. ones. You, you know what? You spend the extra. Yeah, it's yeah, worth yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Yes, those, when it comes to something that important. Yeah. Gas station credit check pills. No. You have to time it. it just right, too. Yeah. <laughs> If your credit, <laughs> you have to time it. Just <laughs> <laughs> Be wary of credit repair services that advertise instant credit repair or anything else that seems too good to be true. Yeah, That's don't just do that. A good in life. Yeah, just anything that seems yes. too good to be true. It's mostly always not. All right, get, I said that well. You you did. You said it so good. 
Get a handle on bill payments. Estimated time one to two hours. More than 90% of top lenders use FICO scores to make credit decisions. These are determined by five distinct factors. Okay, payment history is uh, makes up 35% of your FICO score. Credit usage makes up 30%. Age of credit accounts, again, we'll get into that. 15% credit mix, like you were saying. 10% and new credit inquiries, 10%. As you can see, payment history has the biggest impact on your credit score. That is why, for example, it's better to have paid off debts, such as your old student loans, remain on your record. If you paid your debts responsibly and on time, it works in your favor. So a simple way to raise your credit score is to avoid late payments at all costs. I mean, that's easier said Mm -hmm. than done. But some tips for doing that include creating a filing system, either paper or digital, for keeping track of monthly bills, setting due date alerts so you know when a bill is coming up, Autom- automated bill payments from your yes, bank account. That's I what definitely I do. do that for my car. Another option is charging all or as many as possible of your monthly bill payments to a credit card. This strategy assumes that you'll pay the balance in full each month to avoid interest charges. Yes. Going this route could simplify bill payments and boost your credit score if it results in a history of on-time payments. Mm-hmm. So have it charged to your credit card as opposed to being withdrawn from your you know, savings account. Yes. Aim for 30% credit utilization or less. Estimated time varies based on total debt and monthly payments. Credit utilization refers to the portion of your credit limit that you use at any given time. So how much, like, you know, your credit card will say, you have a limit of $3,000. Yeah. So it's how much you use of that. Okay. After, uh, okay. The simplest way to keep your credit utilization in check is to pay your credit card balances in full each month. Again, Maybe easier said than done. Yeah, but most people are not able to right. do that. If you can't always do that, then it's a good rule of thumb to keep your total outstanding balance at 30% or less of your total credit limit. Mm-hmm. Okay, you do the math on that, but you want to keep, if it's 10000 then you want to keep it at 3000 Would that be 30%? I don't know. Yes. From there, you can work on whittling that down to 10% or less, which is considered ideal for raising your credit score. Okay, another way to improve your credit score utilization ratio, ask for a credit limit increase. I know that seems crazy, but this is what they're saying. Raising your credit limit can help your credit utilization as long as your balance doesn't increase in tandem. Exactly. So raise it with the knowledge that you're not going to be taking advantage of that and spending like exactly. a crazy person. You want to get that, say that 10000 if they give it up to 20000 Right. Now your utilization has gone way down. Way down. Because the percentage is exactly... Most credit card companies allow you to request a credit limit increase online. I mean, I get messages all the time to yeah. request, and I don't do it because I don't want like to feel like I have more money than I have, I mm-hmm, guess. Mm-hmm. But now I, I see the advantage. You'll just need to update your annual household income. It's possible to be approved for a higher limit in less than a minute. You can also request a credit limit increase over the phone. Limit your requests for new credit and the hard inquiries with them. Okay, uh, there are two types of inquiries into your credit history, often referred to as hard and soft inquiries. Again, you can take a pill to change from hard to soft and back again. I like to just take the pill. You just like to take the pill anyway, yeah. Yeah. A typical soft inquiry might include you checking your own credit, giving a potential employer permission to check your credit, 
checks performed by financial institutions with which you already do business, like your bank, mm-hmm. and credit card companies that check your file to determine if they want to send you pre-approved credit offers. Soft inquiries will not affect your credit score. Right. Hard inquiries, however, can affect your credit score adversely for anywhere from a few months to two years. Hard inquiries can include applications for a new credit card, a mortgage, an auto loan, or some other form of new credit. Like when you go and look at an apartment and you're applying at five places. And yeah. I remember that being like, oh, great. The occasional hard inquiry is unlikely to have much of an effect, but many of them in a short period of time can damage your credit score. Banks could take it to mean that you need money because you're facing financial difficulties and are therefore a bigger risk. If you are trying to raise your credit score, avoid applying for a new credit for a while. Mm-hmm. It's still like, I don't know why they can't just trace it back to oh, they're looking for an apartment. That's why their credit keeps getting checked. I don't know why it has to be they're running a scam and need to get money. Anyway, okay, make the most of a thin credit file. Having a thin credit file means that you don't have enough credit history on your report to generate a credit score. An estimated 62 million Americans have this problem. Fortunately, there are ways to fatten up a thin credit file and earn a good credit score. So this is the one case where you... Society is telling you thin is not good. One is Experian Boost. This relatively new program collects financial data that isn't normally in your credit reports, such as your banking history and utility payments, and includes that in calculating your Experian FICO score. Okay. It's free to use and designed for people who, with limited or no credit who have a positive history of paying their bills on time. Uh, their other bills on time. Well, that's nice. Yes. Ultra FICO is a similar uh, option. This free program uses your banking history to help build a FICO score. Things that can help include having a savings cushion, maintaining a bank account over time, paying your bills through your bank account on time, and avoiding overdrafts. Oh my god, I had so many overdrafts when I was in my 20s. Oh, that was like uh, all I had. Put a put one of those long sock things at the bottom of the door because a draft is coming in. And that wasn't the kind where it was covered. Like my bank now covers those, yeah. which I don't really have, you know. But no, it's it like would be like charged, $30 yes, every, time. every time. And I'd be like, I'm next time I get a check, which is barely going to cover my overdrafts because right. I wasn't even making anything. So right. it's just like. <sighs> a third option applies to renters. If you pay rent monthly, several services allow you to get credit for those on-time payments. For example, Rental Karma and Rent Track will report your rent payments to the credit bureaus on your behalf, which in turn could help your score. Note that reporting rent payments may only affect your... Okay, I'm just going to skip those because it's going on so long. That's okay. actually great they do that, though, because it used to be it feels like the only way you could build credit is by getting credit cards. And so it puts these, it puts everyone right. who's young in the cycle of, like, debt. Right. Unless you're very responsible, it's really hard to avoid. Well, they also... When I turned 18, I was like, they, they. I opened my front door and there was a stack of credit cards. Yeah. It's, it's like, an onslaught. Yes. Here you go. Oh, yeah. Here's rem- your, welcome to the world. Here's your debt yes. immediately. Yeah. Oh, I remember like registration for college walking up and there were, um, you know, tables. It's all credit cards, right? All credit yeah. cards. Mm-hmm. And you do. High interest too. Yes. Very high for someone that age. Keep old accounts open and deal with delinquencies. The older your current, again, this system wants you to be fat and old. Yes. We love this system. The only system. And low. Yes. Fat, old, and low. Yes. Uh, keep old accounts open and deal with delinquencies. Okay. The age of credit portion of your credit score looks at how long you've had your credit accounts. 
the older your average credit age, the more favorably you appear to lenders. Mm -hmm. So you're not just switching from one credit card to another. You've like maintained. Yes. If you have old credit accounts that you're not using, don't close them. Do not. You know all this stuff. Yes, I do. You're a smarty pants. Well, you wouldn't think so based on a, my bankruptcy, but I had to well, learn this. Well, this is why you know it, right? Because, yeah. 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 Uh, though the credit history for, your, for those accounts would remain on your credit report, closing credit cards while you have a balance on other cards would lower your available credit and increase your credit utilization ratio. That could knock a few points off your score. And if you have delinquent accounts, charge-offs or collection accounts, take action to resolve them. For example, if you have an account with multiple late or missed payments, get caught up on what is past due, then work out a plan for making future payments on time. That won't erase the late payments, but can raise your payment history going forward. Okay, consider, ah, consolidating your debts. This could take two to three hours. If you have a number of outstanding debts, it could be to your advantage to take out a debt consolidation loan. You've probably heard those advertised on TV from a bank or credit union and pay off all of them. Then you'll have, just uh, sorry then you'll have just one payment to deal with and if you're able to get a lower interest rate on the loan which i think is the whole point of mm. consolidating right instead of the high credit card you're just getting one one thing to pay yeah mm-hmm. at a lower hopefully um percentage oh that's a good idea you'll be in a position to pay down your debt faster that can improve your credit utilization radio and in turn your credit score a similar tactic is to consolidate multiple credit card balances by paying them off with a balance transfer credit card uh, such cards often have a promotional period when they charge 0% interest on your balance, but be aware of balance transfer fees, mm, which yes. can cost you 3 to 5%. There's usually a good like site that's, they have a lot of different financial sites, though, that'll say, like, here are five different credit cards with balance transfers, and they'll compare all of them. Yes. So that's a good place yes. to do research on that. Absolutely. And you can right. find the one that suits your needs the best. Yeah. They do the hard work for you. I think the ones that suit your needs are the ones with the lowest fee. Or zero fee. Or zero fee. Does paying off a loan help or hurt credit? Paying off a loan frequently hurts credit. This is so weird. Because it impacts your credit history and your credit mix. If the loan that you have paid off is your oldest credit line, then the average age of your credit will become newer. See, so remember how the age thing was important? So if you've paid mm. off your oldest one and that's gone and you just opened a credit card last month, then then they're going from that. That's dumb. Yeah. Also, it doesn't really give you much of an incentive to pay off your collections. I know. It's like, right. well, it's already in collection, right. so I'll just throw this in the garbage and it, never pay it. Yeah. If the loan that you pay off is your only loan, then your credit suffers. It's crazy well in some loans it's like student loans should always be last because they're not bad debt to carry uh what does that mean they're not bad debt like to they carry? don't look bad on credit oh okay so that's something i had read at some point where it's okay. like if you have different kinds of cre- if you have like credit cards and then you have student loans pay your credit cards Oh, okay. Also, they're often credit cards often have much higher interest, right? Than student loans. So, so what is the incentive to pay off your student loans? Beats me. Okay. If you, I mean, if they're federal, then they'll just take your tax return if they go into default. Oh. Okay, that's an incentive. Just keep deferring. I mean, I deferred and deferred and deferred, and then eventually, you know, paid them off. But I mean, now I have new ones, and they're not. I'm not required to pay them right right now, but that's going to start soon. Really? Because they've been in all of COVID. They've been in oh, break. forgiveness. Yeah. But I think that's ending like any minute. Well, maybe we'll get, you know, knock on wood, maybe we'll get another 
pandemic on our hands and then you can it sounds like it's coming back finally will paying the minimum of my uh, finally (laughs) on my cards improve my credit score no this is a widespread myth you need to pay at least the minimum payment due on your credit card every month so that your cards have an on-time payment history you do not have to pay a single cent in interest to improve your credit score in fact paying your credit card balances in full every month will have the greatest positive impact on your score because it will improve your credit utilization percentage. Are you ready for a very short story? Yes. Okay. It was not, you know, this were not like... The life or, life or death? Yes. People weren't... Situation. To, I'm right. falling off of a hill, but, <laughs> but I, I my, credit. my credit score is low. <laughs> so, or high, so... Okay, it's so easy for important things to get lost in the shuffle during a move, and sometimes it can even cause a ding on your financial credit. Mm -hmm. One of my own scores crashed several years ago after we moved, said Liz Winston, um, who actually happens to be NerdWallet's personal finance columnist and author of Your uh, Credit Score. Well, NerdWallet is a good place to go for help. Right. Uh, And Your Credit Score, the book, sounds like a page turner, doesn't Mm. it? (laughs) Can't wait to rip through it. A library book got boxed up and put into storage. Uh And the late notices, along with a bunch of other mail, including a 401k rollover check, wound up going to the wrong address, said Winston. Of course, moving is stressful and all-consuming. So this this oversight went unnoticed for a bit. By the time I figured all this out, I had a collection on my TransUnion credit report, and my FICO score dropped more than 50 points. Oh, my gosh. Like everyone on the list, Winston did... Okay. Winston did get out of the credit predicament. Paying the collection didn't help, but time eventually did, mm-hmm. said Weston. So I just thought that was a an amusing story of how your a credit, library book yeah, can really screw you up. Oof. It's they're not kidding. No, I had no idea that that would even be a thing. I think they've chilled a little bit about it now, okay? Because they're just like we're barely staying <laughs> right afloat. If you people. if you just want to shut up, set up shop, and and bring in your own smoothie maker and and yeah. make the noisiest. Yeah, we're just happy you're and here. And just hang out at the library. We're happy you're here. Yeah. I had a situation once where, so I had this breakup. I was pretty sad about it. It was here in LA. And I realized, I don't know, probably two months later that he had one of my library books. Oh. And so I think I emailed him because I got a notice from the library uh-huh. that was like, hey, you know, I need to get this library book back. Uh-huh. And I remember having to like multiple times <sighs> contact him about the library book, which was humiliating. That is ridiculous. Because I already was so rejected and yeah. like felt so heartbroken. And then I had to constantly Bad contact him about was the he, library was book. Was he just not responding to you? He was like, oh, yeah. I'll totally get that back to you. I'll drop it off. And then it just wouldn't be at my apartment. And I ended up having a $60 no. like, uh, late fee for it. And also it was like that time where I'm so broke. And then yes. I was like, I will not ask him for that money because I am just not even going to. But I remember thinking like, yeah, they don't they don't fuck around at the library. I guess not. One more thing I wanted to share. Yes. The thing about. So one of the things I think that helped me learn about credit is I got hired in the middle of my years of being bankrupt mm-hmm. while I was recovering from being bankrupt. I got hired by this Russian woman. I don't really know what she did, 
but she hired me to write a digital like ebook. Okay. About improving your credit score. Oh, okay. And I thought it was really funny that That's hilarious. as a person who was bankrupt and I think I was still living on my friend's couch at the time. Amazing. I was the person who got hired to write this book about um how to was it improve your was credit. Was it improving your credit by was it your credit score by <laughs> Liz Weston by any chance? No, it was like it was really long. I mean, it was like I don't know. You wrote a whole book about yes. Oh, you should have done this episode. I didn't know. <laughs> no, I mean, I I'm glad you did it. I this was I mean, this was like 15 years ago. Was she happy with your work? Did you did you I mean, write the whole thing? I never heard. I think I got paid and I didn't get any notes. Right. You know, it was like I think I told <laughs> no you about notes. No notes. It's perfect. I mean, that ha- it's happened a couple of times in my life. Like I wrote this, which was not a pleasant experience. But when the twins were, I think like. 10 weeks old. Oh my. I wrote that Amanda Bynes True Hollywood story. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. From home. <laughs> right. And they were like, you know, we don't want it to be disrespectful, but we still want it. <laughs> we're going to talk about how she blew yeah. up her life. And we but want it's not it not still funny. And I hadn't written ever before for True Hollywood story, mm-hmm. and I didn't even know they still did them at that point because <laughs> this is like 2012. So I really didn't even know what I was doing mm-hmm. and so I'm like okay and I just gave birth so I was feeling so like many feelings yeah. and you know, like my kids had just come home from the NICU basically and I'm like poor Amanda Bynes <laughs> like I'm just crying all the time <laughs> I'm gonna try to like do her honor oh my god but funny but funny but, and also but, just, but respectful she has mental illness like right. so I don't know. They just never like they paid me and then they never heard from them again. So I can't I would love to see the script that I sent right. to them. I probably oh still have God. it on some external drive. At and home. did you ever write another a Hollywood true story? Oh no. That was it. <laughs> no. <laughs> then, oh, no. They never contacted <laughs> me again. Which, you know, oh. I think I'm kind of grateful in a way that I, oh. it wasn't like and then I wrote for that show for years, you know, yeah, like it was the most soul sucking yeah. job. All right. Well, we um, certainly have to pee by now, so we will be taking a break. <laughs> we, we don't want to get UTIs. No, and we'll come back with our guest. Can't wait. But after this. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. Danielle! Christine! So, this is weird, but are you listening to The Daily still? Uh, Not regularly, just occasionally I'll listen to it. Listen, this may or may not be relevant to our audience, but there's a really good new daily about menopause. 
Okay. They talk a lot about how women have been ignored for so many years mm-hmm. and we're just been meant to deal with it. Like, you know, it's our own problem. And so it's a really good episode because an article was in the New York Times. I don't know. I probably forwarded it to you. And a lot of women have forwarded it to all their friends about, uh-huh. you know, how we've been doing it all wrong with menopause. And this study came out and it scared everyone. And they stopped giving women hormones and women need the hormones, it turns out. But it talked about a lot of the signs of menopause. And one of them is your when your period changes, sometimes it just gushes out of you now. I've Okay, so I had a friend who was like I don't, two or three years older than me. Yeah. Who, <laughs> that's what was, she said it was a bloodbath. It was a murder scene every every month. So, yeah, I think that's where I'm yeah. at. Now. That's where you're at. I, oh, I knew you were okay. going to ask me how my break was. Well, I know you said you got your period. Oh, so you, you just floated here uh, in back into the room on a river of blood? Basically, yeah. Okay. That's that's my new thing. Uh, the last time it happened to me, I was in Germany at my in-laws. And every time I'm, in, I'm, I'm at my in-laws, I, something embarrassing happens where I feel like my mother-in-law is like, why? Stupid American. Why her? Right. Um, <laughs> she ruined some So one night, chair. I never get a bloody nose. One night, I get a bloody nose, and I soak her bed sheets. Oh, you know, in the spare room. And then the next night, I like start my period and just bleed through <laughs> all over the bed in like uh-huh. a bloodbath, which is also a thing that, you know, in how many every years I've had a period feels like fifty. Right, it's never happened. Never happened. And I'm like, yeah, this makes sense. That now I have to ask my husband to help me soak bloody sheets uh. a second night. So you, you turn the black forest into the red forest? That's me. That's you. Anyway. Um, is it that guy, though, on the Daily doing the... Today, we're going to talk about menopause. You know what? They they gave, they gave let a woman... Oh, okay, good. <laughs> they let a woman do it. You know, I think I've talked enough. And I should... We should bring in our guest. I don't want to be rude. I'm so excited. It's wonderful. Well, in the first half of the show, we talked about how to survive a low credit score. Now we're going to talk about how to survive sharing your credit with Kate Flannery. Hey. How are you? Good, how are you? Thank you so much. And thanks for taking a pause from menopause the, oh, to talk about something that's else. That's so nice. We're happy to pause <laughs> on the menopause. And nobody can see this except us, sadly, but because this isn't a show that we have uh, film for, but... Kate's hair looks amazing. Kate looks amazing. If you're if you, you guys. recognize Kate's voice but aren't sure you know her, she of course was Meredith on The Office. You are our, our third Office guest. Three's the charm. Yeah. Yes, because Oscar and Rain, woof, swing and a miss. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna bring it, Kate. No, I'm the douchiest for sure. Well, maybe. I, yeah, maybe. Oh, no, yeah, no. Okay, no. It's a contest. Uh, no, everybody's actually lovely on the office. Really, no, it's I, true. I've heard, yeah. and I'm nine I'm, great years. I did. Did you tell me when we last saw each other that you go to conventions? I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The fan expos. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And I told you because my dad does that. Of and, course, and I grew yes. Up going to those, and I can't imagine the like when you're doing it. Is it also with science fiction shows, or was it yes, other sitcoms? Yeah, yeah. Or? The oh, fan okay. expos are, are the, it's a lot of Star Trek. Um, it's a, there's like usually at least three of us from the office. I think they, there's like a requirement. It has to be three or four people from each show. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So there's you know like Danny Trejo's there. I don't, although I think he's by himself. You know, there's a few people that uh-huh. are kind of little rogue. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I was gonna say like, and usually there's like people from Sons of Anarchy and like you know um, uh, a little bit of The Walking Dead. Like I don't know. There's. But a, are yeah. you the only sitcom? Because because it's the only show that has that sort of. You, sometimes sometimes we are yeah, yeah sometimes we are and actually back to the future's been they've been uh, around a lot so we oh, see um, okay. yeah we see those guys um so literally it's like uh 
um, Michael J. Fox and Christopher Lloyd and, and uh, Leah Thompson. It's, it's crazy. It's wow. crazy. Yeah. Why I know. on earth is Michael J. Fox doing that? I don't know. Maybe he likes it. Maybe. It just blows my mind. Yeah. I mean, the fans are insane. I, I bet mean, they that's are so, lovely. so, like, they're crazy overjoyed. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so nice. Oh, it's that's nuts. So... I know. It's, yeah, it's, I feel like I'm in a very um, fortunate place. It's an odd but fortunate yeah. place, you know? Because then you actually get to deal with people that are, you know, kind of eat, sleeping, and breathing the office, which is a uh-huh. thing. And, uh-huh. you know, I don't know. I mean, of course, like, I'm sure they, I'm representing. So I'm sure, you know, if they could sit with Steve Carell, they would probably pick him over me but we had a great time and you you know we had a real experience which is great before we started the show we were talking about the bat episode i mean you had some really really classic (laughs) moments on that show so i don't i don't wouldn't sell yourself short no no it's not that i do but i think i also feel like i am i'm super grateful and i feel like i'm really as a female funny person like i feel like it's it's hard to sometimes get to be really funny yes because women are sometimes so like not right it's just like or they have to be Whatever, it's just like they're in a very weird box. And so I felt very fortunate, even though I didn't like talk a lot every, um, sometimes Uh I didn't talk at all um, Uh on an episode, but I would still get a laugh from a look. I feel like it was, I still was like, I still had, um, uh, the ability to kind of use my comedy chops and be an ensemble person and Absolutely. like all those things that like I had you know gone to Chicago and studied Second City and done like that that was yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. the dream I always wanted to be on a show that had a long run and had a great finale it's, you know so it's like oh my god right like, and you must get generations now right because we do oh, yeah. so many kids yeah. your kids watched yeah, it mine they're, they're just starting though now like oh, really? they've seen some episodes but like they're just kind of starting to get into it, which is really fun. Yeah, well, I, 10. Think, I think yeah. being uh, in a classroom is very similar to being in an office. Yeah. Like your boss is like your teacher and your yeah. desk is next to somebody you didn't pick. You yeah, know, yeah, right, right. Next right. To Creed, like, <laughs> right. <you know. laughs> so I think there's a lot to relate to. And I also think it's really smart. It's a smart show and never tells people when to laugh. And you can watch the same episode a few times and find something else funny yeah. about it. And the more intimate you are with all the episodes, like the more you can find like the subtleties in the background. So. Yeah. I mean, I've seen every episode episode multiple times too it's crazy trust me i mean i i was still waiting tables in beverly hills when i got the job i was guest starring and stuff and i'd done some off broadway and obviously worked at second city but i was like oh this could be my life i could just be like doing my comedy act at ios every saturday and like waiting tables like this could be it yeah Yeah. Yeah. right and then you get this job and i'm like oh my god like i thought it was you know like going to be the, the, the career waiter, you know? Yeah, you know, yeah, the, yeah. I would say like Steve Carell was the 40-year-old virgin. I was the 40-year-old waitress. <laughs> I, I actually kept my job the first season, so I got to... I've heard um, a bunch of people saying that. Like, didn't even Angela keep her job for a while? I think she quit, but she had, she was running, like, uh, she used to be like the coordinator at um, Improv Olympic at iOS. Like, she was like oh, okay. the one that kind of like booked people. She was like in the office having right. to deal with everybody, like... Not that office. Right, yeah, the, right, the boring right, office. Right, yeah. right, yeah. Real life office. <laughs> anyway, we're not here to talk about... No, no, no. But but I will say that it, it does tie in in a sense okay. because part of the reason why I was still waiting tables is because I shared credit with somebody I shouldn't have with okay. an ex-boyfriend. So I was sort of like... I sort of had this thing where I was like, oh, I... I really fucked up. Uh-huh. Like I really blew it. Can I say? I, Absolutely. Yes. yes. I, yes. I, say I it all. Up, Brad. I fucked up, Brad. So you know, I mean, and I think that, um, and it's, it's sort of like, and if you're not married to someone and they owe you money, like it's really, really oh. tricky. It's really yeah. tricky. I mean, Chris it's tricky was, when you do. You know? Chris was talking about this guy. She, they broke up, and the guy had her library book, and then it. it Incurred sixty dollars in fines because the guy wouldn't fucking return it. <laughs> it's like 
yeah, that's, that's I mean, small yeah. potatoes. Yeah. No, but, I yeah. know, but still, but at you the know, time, you're like, in your twenties and you're like, yeah. that's $60. You're totally. like, that's two weeks of groceries for me. Right. Honestly, that's so funny. It's, but it's true. Yeah. It's like these things where uh, trust issues and yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll get into okay, it. So but, get, yeah, yeah, so yeah. Tell, yeah, talk yeah. To, tell us from the beginning. Well, how I, you know, I had just left second, I, I had left second city on a, um, I took a leave of absence to do the tour of the real life Brady Bunch. Do you remember this show? Absolutely. Um, who did you play? Um, well, in this part of the, I had, I was the second Alice in the original cast. I used to play the non Brady roles. It's funny, Andy Richter and I used to play like yes. the non Brady roles. We were like, um, and then um, so you I, took over from Henriette Mantel. No, no, she was not in our show. She oh, was okay. only in the movie. Um, oh, I, but, I don't know um, why I thought. Okay, yeah, she didn't do okay. the she didn't do the stage All show. Right. Um, but yeah, I was the second Alice, and then they had asked me to do the tour, which was like going to be like a year, and I was like, nah. I first said no, and then I changed my mind. Okay, uh, and so I ended up playing Mrs. Brady in the tour, and I was Jane Lynch's understudy as well. So I had played Mrs. Wow. Brady once at a Blue Moon when we did the uh-huh. live show in Chicago. So yeah, it was crazy. And then we, was it yeah, fun? It was really funny. You can, it was like Rocky Horror, but for the Brady Bunch. Like right. really, everybody knew every line. Yeah. They were kind of being, I mean, the, the music would get a laugh. The you know, um, the the laugh, laugh track would get a laugh. Like we we were, <laughs> we were it was mad at. It was like it was. I always call it yeah. like pre YouTube theater. We were literally experiencing something by putting it on stage exactly as we yeah. It's so remembered weird. it as a kid. You was know? was Andy uh, Sam the Butcher or no? I mean, we, I remember we had played like. Um, uh, like Buddy Hinton's parents, I think it was like Buddy okay. Hinton was like the kid that made fun of Cindy, who was lisping. With the list. Like, yeah, okay. and then Andy ended up becoming Mr. Brady on oh, the tour. Uh, you right. know, when we first went to New York and then L.A. You know, okay, and then the tour was after that. So I had kind of been in all forms of like all incarnations of the show. I was part of it. So How fun! It was trippy. But when I was on tour, the second part of the tour, we were literally on a tour bus. Like it was the old Almond Brothers bus. Whoa! <laughs> it was a shitty. Uh, uh, it was it had seen better Did days. Did you get a second? And high and high from that, <laughs> <laughs> sort of. It was like sort of. It was a little bit like wah, wah, like the sink was broken, like whatever. <laughs> and there was like eleven of us on the bus, and um, uh, it was it was crazy. But actually, Anna Gastar was on that part of the tour too. Oh. She was playing Alice at that point. Okay. Um, but anyway, I met this guy when I was in Nashville, and. I just like he totally swept me off my feet like he came to see me in another city and like he asked me to live with him he was moving to New York and I was going to move to LA after the tour because I, I still officially lived in Chicago mm. and um, I was totally swept off my feet and then next thing I know like you know like six weeks later I'm moving with this guy what? I know but I was so like I you know what no one had ever asked me to live with and I, I was so like I was so enamored by his uh, adoration. Like, yes. I, I realized it was so based on my low self-esteem because there were no, so I many signs that it was yeah. like, holy crap. And I remember he came to he a was couple... love bombing you. He yes. totally was. And also he came to a couple different cities to visit. And I remember one time he came to Philadelphia and um, I went to meet him at the airport. My, and I'm from Philadelphia, so I borrowed my, my mom's car. And he forgot it. He lost his wallet. Mm, I mean, this is so like so obvious flag. in retrospect, right? Right. So like, oh no! And then we had to go rushing back and couldn't find it. Didn't realize, you know, all uh. the drama. You know, I, I just feel like he's one of those people that we moved in like six weeks after we, after we met. He got you know, fired. He got in a fight with his boss at the at the job he <laughs> took in New York and. Um, was underemployed the entire time we were together. Uh-huh. And I had made a lot of money on the tour and I found myself waitressing like right away. And I was working working for some James Beard chef in the West really? Village where like literally the guy threw a pork chop at me because like, <laughs> he was like such a dick. Oh my God. Like, just fucking cr- crazy. Like the high stakes restaurant where like they had food critics. And so literally the food... The, and was it a raw form? No. Or was it no, cooked? It was cooked. It okay. was cooked. He was, he was like just, the character from... Um, the bear? Yeah. The, yeah. What's the guy, what's totally. The, the actor's name. Oh, what's his face? What's, what's his, his face? face? The soup. Yeah. 
Yeah, I feel like I I, yeah. I actually watched The Bear and I have PTSD. I do totally. I'm like, because totally, I, I was, I've been in those experiences before. And I just remember like being like in an apartment that I felt like I couldn't afford, that uh, I would never have gotten it. Like, but yes. I feel like this guy kind of was like, we're fine, we're fine. You know, <laughs> yeah. we live in like Tudor City, like right near the UN. And like, it was so ridiculous. Like Anna Nicole Smith lived in the building that we lived in at the time. I mean, she was dating that 98 year old uh-huh. guy. This was like back in the 90s. Oh my God. Wait, so how did you afford to live in live well, there? I, I thought it was, he was paying because of his job. And then all of a sudden oh. he didn't. So I'm like, oh my God. So I'm going through all my tour money and then I'm waiting tables at this restaurant right. in the West Village getting yelled at. And the food critic from the New York Times, uh, she, Ruth Reichel, she was notorious for dressing up mm-hmm. in different costumes and wigs right. because she didn't want anybody to recognize her. So anytime that there was somebody with a wig on, that uh, the, the, chef, the owner chef was like, that's Ruth Reichel. I'm like, that woman's 90 years old. That is not Ruth Reichel. He's like, that's her. And this is part of why I got a, a poor chef thrown at me. And like, or I'd be like, that person has no eyebrows. They're like, obviously going through chemo. That is not Ruth Reichel. <laughs> it was so abusive. And I remember Annie Ruth Reichel Richter, is all different so, races. I, I mean, I, right? I know. And I, I, I have such respect for like that world, but I was like, these people are nuts. Like, they're, like some yeah. of these shit for Jeff, like the stakes are so high, and it's yes. like, and I'm trying to take the job seriously, but I'm clearly like, you know, I I was like, you know, I I did a few sketches on Conan at the time, and then like I I then remember got cast in like John Stewart had another show, and I got cast doing a sketch in his show. Mm-hmm. I like I don't even think we shot it. I actually think the show got canceled right before we had to shoot it. Oh. It was one of those, but I was like, I, had, I you know, it was just like one of those crazy New York yep. experiences, and I realized like I was living with somebody who was. <laughs> insane like literally like I didn't know he was diagnosed bipolar until we broke up his his oh. mom told me later mm-hmm. and we almost Jeez. got married and like we did ran he have so much credit so much credit oh my god did he have um I know bipolar is maybe not necessarily this but did he have moments of like euphoria and moments of depression and like yes. in retrospect you go oh that it was so obvious happened. afterwards but not I didn't it. know shit about right. bipolar disorder and I also was like and he would drink, and his drinking actually like made him better, more balanced. Because I was sort of like, no huh. alcoholics, please. So <laughs> my dad owned a bar in Philadelphia. I was like, I know drunks like so much, but he didn't act like a regular drunk. So right. I was like, this is weird, and maybe it's good. Jeff's <laughs> good. Yeah. I talk myself. Also, when he was a little crappy to me in front of other people, I used to think he was doing a bit. I'm oh. like, hey, he's just doing a bit. I'm like, talk about like justifying. <laughs> oh. he's, he's, he's just he's really, funny. Yeah, oh, he's, he's really just he's just a character. Yeah, bit. he's just doing a bit. He's a character. He's just Okay. I know, right? I know. I'm not, I'm not that fat, am I? What? Okay, oh, okay. shit. I know. I know. And I feel like at any time, like, I had any sense to confront, like, wait a minute, this is getting nuts. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I'm so uncomfortable. I never, you know, I never had a, any debt before this and mm-hmm. was super responsible. He'd be like, well, I'll do this for you. I, I'm, we're just one job away. You know, you book one TV show. Like, that whole, uh-huh. that whole. Was, kid- he, was he an actor? No. No. So what was he? What was what he was he worked, trying to do? Or? He was trying to be a producer, like in TV. But he had he he. I found out I he was pathological. Um, he was somehow related to people his to um, uh, some people. I can't. I, I don't want to get too specific because okay. I feel like there's there's people that might know. I got it. I'm like in the witness protection. <laughs> yeah, right. He might find me. Yeah. He might, he I, might know, find I feel like you. we're done. I'm. You know. And I don't talk about it very often. But the reason why I talk about it is because I feel like when you're negotiated out of your mental health, like when someone sort of like 
just kind of like uh, constantly putting you in a position where you're you know something's wrong, but yeah. you feel like they're putting the love on the line. Like right. you know, I would do it for you. I'm like, well, then do it for me. Right. Like, what yeah. are they, what's yeah. stopping you? Right. And then I remember, like, I I was uh, we were in New York for six months, and then I I got asked to do the t- the the stage show Valley of the Dolls in L. A. Okay. And I had worked with a lot of the, the same people doing the really Brady Bunch, and I was like, this would be a good thing because like you know I I figured like. They were just great people, and mm-hmm. I think it would be like a, um, a an important thing to do, and possibly like get. And yeah. I wanted to move to LA anyway, so we moved to LA, and I just, together, oh, yeah. And I just, and that was like, it was just, you know, you just watch somebody just kind of ruin all your relationships <sighs> and all your friendships, mm-hmm, and, like, mm-hmm. and that's when I was back, you know, waiting full time on the rich and famous. Yeah, I waited on the rich and famous at um, in Beverly Hills, and like, I mean, I waited on everybody, everybody, and then I would see people that I knew from Second City who were like, oh, oh hey. And you know, you're yeah. like, oh. Right. Oh, because they're yeah. going to eat there they're now. Yes, there and yes. you're like, oh, right. hi, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm working here. Yeah, which, oh. oh, you know, it's fine. I mean, I feel like I I had made more peace with it than some, like I was more comfortable than they were. So it's yeah. like, what am I going to do? You know, and I did have like one actor friend that was like, don't work at a restaurant. Like, you don't want people to see you. Like, right. they're going to have a perception that you're not doing well. I'm like, right. well, I, whatever. But I'm not. I, what I'm, yeah, <laughs> right. I'm doing what I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. And I, I remember I tested for a lot of stuff and then I would, I would wait on those producers like that no night way. or the next day and they'd be like, hey, and it was fine. You know, I mean, it's, it's, there's a I mythology run actor waiter yeah. thing in New York too. It's like, it's as weird as you make it. But I just realized like, but then the, the um, ex-boyfriend who I was living with would sometimes come in in the middle of shift and ask for money. I'm like, what? Wait, no. you come into the Like restaurant? into the restaurant, like while I'm waiting, like, like that's such, and it's just bad juju because you don't want to give out any of your tips because obviously you have to, you know, you, you have to collect them you have to, and, yeah, and you, you have to give them to like, split, to pers- right? yeah, or like, even give the percentage to the, to the but you haven't done the math that it's like it's not my money until I'm done like that's how I always felt like yeah so this guy was just like he was just trouble 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 and I I just remember like feeling so stuck like realizing like because I remember like he he did get a job and he was so excited he was, worked at his um uh this like dive shop um dive like, a, shop? like a like a um for uh, like scuba, scuba diving yeah okay. <laughs> and the the Friday comes and it was like paycheck day I was like yay yes he comes in with a brand new wetsuit. No. Like, I got a good deal. Uh, I mean, I just was so... Stu- he just I've, gave the shop back his paycheck. Totally. I mean, yeah. I was like, this is so crazy. But I just feel like there was something about me that I I felt like anybody that I knew that was sort of like questioning him, I kind of doubled down. I was like, no, no, no. Like, right. I, it was... I mean, I there was some weird like form of abuse and like gaslighting like, yeah, I hate to use sure. that term but it but it sounds like it though but it was really nuts like it was really nuts and and I feel like I was re- I really put myself out on a limb um but then I remember at one point like I I remember like I tested for uh the Dana Carvey show like I I got uh-huh. flown like, like there were so many things that was like this is gonna save everything oh, you know this is uh-huh. gonna save all the bills right right but <laughs> I mean, you didn't you didn't think about breaking up with him during all this stuff I I not really mm-hmm. no I was hoping that like the outside would fix the inside. Like right. if the circumstances were like less stressful, we'd be fine. Right. Uh, and yeah. when you said that he was on your credit, do you mean because of the rental um, in New York? Or, yeah, we, like, we or actually you... he, we actually put the rent on on credit because and and uh. he also would like just you know just 
all of a sudden he'd be like an expensive restaurant. I'm like, what the hell? Like I using your eating, credit? Yeah, I'd be like, or he'd get me Christmas presents that he bought on my cards. Oh, he bought me like this stereo. I'm like, fuck. what the hell? You've I just can't this afford. Is, you're yeah. right. You've just hurt me by giving this exactly, to me. Right. exactly. Yeah. And I, you know, it's so. But I just, I guess, I just want to say like. I know that particularly like women in comedy like there's I, it's changed so much but I, I, I used to feel like a little bit like oh I can't date I don't know what I mean not that anybody I wasn't like really turning down that many people but it's just it's just weird like when someone came at me so hard that I felt like I I it was it was like oh this must be real because right. he wants everything he wants to be with me you know right mm-hmm. and we talked about getting married and wow but we didn't I thank god we didn't um, but you know, it's just like watching somebody sort of go through something where they cannot figure out their life. And I realized like I was bailing him out all the time. Financially. Yeah. Ugh. And even like emotionally too, like if he'd get in a fight with a landlady, like I would kind of smooth mm-hmm. it over. And I was like, what am I doing? Right. Like, this is just mm-hmm. like, you know, I mean, I mean, thank God for therapy and Al-Anon and like, just kind of like really figuring out like, okay. I have made so many mistakes that I've got nowhere to go but up. Like right. I am like, and what's interesting is that he ended up breaking up with me because um, the show I had moved to LA to do, Valley of the Dolls, ended up going off Broadway. And when I came to New York, he's like, "You're leaving me." I'm like, "No, I'm just right. whatever." This is your it, career, yeah. And and then that was about like actually, it <laughs> my credit literally ran out, and then so did he. Like it was so. Uh, t- it was like so, the so t- it's transactional. Yeah. Yeah, it was. And it mean, not, I mean, not, not, he didn't say that. Obviously, he acted yeah. like, you know, I was leaving him to do it. was whatever. And <sighs> a judge, I had a, there was a judgment against uh, both of us, but I'm, but it was mostly on me because I, w- it was my credit. I was oh, actually, I don't even think he was affected, fuck. actually. So, yeah, I was getting calls all the time. I actually, I was getting paged because I had a pager. Oh, God. This was yes. Like 1996, right. 97, yeah. like the worst. So, um, yeah. What I, a fun page to get. I know, right? All the time. <laughs> I was a wreck and I was sleeping on couches at this point. I didn't have an apartment because I was doing the show, but I had like five sets of keys and I was like just trying to like you know, just trying to uh, make it up. I was working, you know, um, uh, a couple different restaurant jobs and doing Jesus. the show off Broadway, you know. Did you have to go to mediation or something for the or did you? No, I just actually I ended up getting a lawyer, um, and I had to declare bankruptcy. Uh, and I've, I, and I, I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't recommend it ever. But I feel like at the time, like, luckily my lawyer, like, I found this guy who worked pro bono. I, I'd given a um, money to somebody to another lawyer that I realized I couldn't afford. I was like, uh-huh. oh wait a minute, wait a minute. Um, and of course he kept the deposit because he's oh, a dick. Uh, but this, I found this other guy who was pro bono who was hilarious. He had such a great sense of humor. He'd be like, Ms. Flannery. So <laughs> I was just so awesome. And just like, just had a great sense of humor because I was so, I was, I was, I was fucking broken. Like I was, I was broke and broken, but yeah. I was like, what did I do? Right. Because I realized like when you deal with somebody like you can blame them all you want, but literally I allowed right. all of that to happen. And I'm just like watching myself like who? who? Well, because you thought you were in love or maybe you were in love and right. you think you keep, I think what you keep saying is it seemed like a temporary situation. Like yes. this will fix, yeah. this will yes. be fixed. Well, it's yeah. It's right. also classic. Like I don't want to, analyze something I've only heard a few minutes of but hear me out like someone like that who has that kind of behavior pattern I think they're very good at doing that hard sell on I'm really great in that first like six weeks that's how much they can manage yes and then you in the relationship are always going it's going to go back to that for six weeks so you're always remembering how that felt right and thinking we're going to get back to that not realizing that was like 
a yeah, temporary that'll thing. Right, that, that'll never happen they're again. They're never going to be able to do ne- it again. Yeah, right. So never, you're yeah. sort of still like, I'm in love with who I fell in love with. Right, Mr. Six right. Week in the beginning guy. Right. And that person was an actual fantasy, right? Absolutely. So Absolutely. it's like you're still kind of going on the fumes. Right. And so it's hard to really blame you for yeah. wanting that relationship. I, I guess, but I just feel like, you know, you think of yourself as a smart human being, a mm-hmm. smart woman, like... I right. don't take shit. You know, I I took it all. I mean, like I I nego- I mean, I felt like I was negotiated out of all my health, health, like all my mental yes. health around it. Oh, mm-hmm. um, I I for yeah. sure. I I don't know about you, Christine or Garen, but I for sure look back on things in relationships and I'm like, how did I let that go? What? Yeah. Who was I? Oh, for sure. What? Yeah. yeah. Did I not? I knew at the time. I knew it was wrong because obviously it was it bothered me. But I just okay. Low self-esteem. Yeah, that's what it is, right? Very, right, right. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. The the, the yeah. self-esteem piece is like, and I think it's also um, just, the, I thought that I was strong enough to fix him. Mm-hmm. I did. Right. I thought was, like you had the I was power. like, I'm going to show him what a good work ethic is. I'm going to work so hard and then maybe he'll, he'll get, like literally. <laughs> I'll inspire him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So when Dream you, on, honey. When you broke up, were you upset? That he broke up with you, or were you relieved? I was or? relieved. Okay, I so was you really know, relieved. It's, yeah, I knew right. it was good. Yeah, yeah. And then I remember um, a couple years later. Oh, first of all, it took me three years to get my stuff back from him because he just kind of justified, like, "Oh no, I'm holding off for you. Oh, you're moving around. You don't have the. Oh, you're. I don't need to. It's what too expensive to send it to New York. And you know, I'm like, it's totally crazy. Um, but I, I, um, I remember I cat sat for him, and then I called my friends, and I was like, "He's gone. Let's go." And I, I left like, and and even the stereo that he bought me, I did not take that. I was like, "That's yours." Like, yeah. I just, I just literally took back what was like uh-huh. really mine. You know, right. my grandmother's dresser and my aunt's lamps, like things like I was like, oh, "There's no argument here. This is clearly mine." It meant, you know? Yeah, it's yeah. your personal stuff. And then, uh, like, I, I think. Um, that year, someone that lived in the same com- complex as um, as I did um, with when I lived with him, um, they came into the restaurant and they told me that he had married somebody else, <gasps> and it was in the middle of the shift. And he's like, "I'm so sorry. I just realized you're working. Are you upset?" I'm like, "No, I'm <laughs> I'm actually so relieved because he's he's legally someone else's problem." Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that poor woman. Yeah. But and, and there was so many dances of like, "Oh, I'll pay you back. Oh, I'll 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 you know I, I'll I'll give you some of the money." Like he kept trying to set that up later, and every time I realized it was it was he bullshit. never did. No. And how was it that you came to find out? You said like his mom or something told you that he was bipolar. Yeah. Or? After we well um, actually it was it was shortly after I was still in, in New York. I think the 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 off Broadway show, the Valley of the Dolls, had just closed and. I was just trying to get him off my like car insurance, like that kind of oh, stuff, you know, all fun. those things that are so tricky. Yeah. And, I, you know, it's just like, just, oh my God. Like, I felt like every time I picked up my pager, it was like bad news. He got oh. in an accident. I was like, what the hell? You know, fender bender. I was like, what the hell? Like, I cannot be attached to this right. person anymore. So I just, you know, I just, as a cautionary tale, man, woman, whatever your gender, like if you're with someone and they're pushing your real boundaries, like, and and your safety and yeah. your and your sanity and your friendships and your real relationships with people that really love you like just stop drop and roll you're on fire get out yeah you know I don't exactly. know I mean it, I it speaks like I was thinking like it spoke to my weakness that I stayed but it actually spoke to my my crazy strength uh-huh. I was like right. I'm I can do make it this work, right you know? yeah right yeah dear God I, I was very fortunate in that 
every nutbag I dated always broke up with me <laughs> very quickly. So I didn't have to ever make those hard decisions. Thank God, right? Thank God. Rejection yes. is protection, I get, right? Oh, did you coin that? I did not. No, that is, that That's is, interesting. That is older than dirt. I think it probably yeah. means if you do the rejecting, you're protecting yourself. No, any no. rejection, really? any yeah. rejection. If you are taken out of a situation, it is probably... For the best. Interesting. Yeah, I was for I your protection. I always think protection. about that as my yeah. my all of my failures in Hollywood. I'm always uh-huh. like, that's protection. That's <laughs> it's totally true, right? You yeah, know? absolutely. But I, I think that a lot when I hear horror stories about people's work experiences, yeah. and I'm like, yeah. you know what? It's fine. It worked out like yeah. it was supposed to. Absolutely, right. absolutely. You know? And and having waited on like so many famous people, I was like, oh, I'm okay. I I, I don't need to work with some people. I don't. I can just remember that I liked them <laughs> before right. I actually got to talk to them. Right. Um, but also, you know, I mean, that's the thing. You want to have a truly good life, not a life that just looks good from the outside. You actually yeah. want to feel good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Creatively, like um, psychologically, emotionally, right. physically, all those things. Like, it's so important. And I don't know. I just feel like I, I, am, a, I am a cautionary tale. <laughs> Just don't well, share for, your fucking credit, you guys. Don't, don't do, do it. it. Don't I mean, do it. I mean, now more than ever, because you're like, you know, everything you do is so, you know, oh, yeah. I, it's, it's I, I, your history is yes. like insane. You can't do one thing without it being referenced at some point. I'm right. so glad the internet was not happening or social media was hap- not happening when I was yeah, right? involved with this. Uh, yeah. With this guy. But, Oof. you know, I don't want any. Re- it's. Yeah. You know. I literally got to burn some pictures, which I find like you can't do that anymore. I mean, no. you can't. They still exist forever. Oh, I just think of all right. these teens and people in their twenties who are going through all these dumbass toxic relationships, oh. and it's all on social media for them. And you oh. know, every party that you're not invited to because of social yes. media. How do yes. kids deal with that? Well, they they don't. I think that's why we have a mental health crisis yes. among teens. They're all miserable because they're all just seeing all oh. of it all the time. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. That would oh, that's painful. That's, to yeah. me, awful. that to me is the the worst of it. Yeah. Just like, ugh, the yeah, ugh. I don't know, because you just want to feel like at least you're in your own world. Like you know what you know. You, I know just enough. Right. Why do I have <laughs> yeah. to know everything? I'm not right. included in. I already had a notion. Do I really need it as fact? Yeah. <laughs> right. And of course, being in show business, you would know every job oh. you didn't get. Kate, thank you so much for being here. Thank you guys that was so much. a very good cautionary tale. Yeah, and we fixed everything. <laughs> we did. I we think. fixed it all. I think we fixed most. Again, why does it keep getting broken when we fix it every week? It's you know, weird. I don't think enough people are taking our advice. Yeah. You know what? It's their fault. <laughs> yep. Not us. Not us. All right. Thank you so much, Kate. And we will be right back with what did we learn today? Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader. Christine. Hi, Danielle. Hi, Christine. Are you ready to learn what we learned today? Please. Expect the finger of Christ at a Lizzo show. (laughs) (laughs) Ariana Grande's boyfriend may be best known for his Tony-nominated role as SpongeBob SquarePants in the Broadway musical version of the animated series. That makes him sexier. Sure. (laughs) SpongeBob Smooth Pants. Ooh. Low credit score can affect many areas of your life, including access to renting an apartment. 
Uh, credit maintenance is confusing by design. Take the time to learn and you can fix your credit for better access to lower rates, mortgages, etc. Read my book that doesn't exist. Yeah, maybe it does. Have maybe. you ever looked for it? No. You, you wouldn't know what it's called. True. But I do Google myself and it's not out there. Do you? I mean, I have just to make sure there isn't anything, you know, I don't want out there. She mm. would, your name would not be on that. No. That would be a ghost It would be thing. her name, it right? Would be her name, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, nothing like celebrating reaching adulthood, like walking right into crippling debt. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's the American way. There are three <laughs> main credit bureaus, Experian, Equifax, and TransUnion. A True Hollywood Story ran from March 29th, 1996 to November 22nd, 2021. Whoa, I thought you were going to say 2012 and I would have been like, oh my God, I drove <laughs> it into the ground. You killed it. That would actually story. be my proudest career moment if I drove that into the ground. That's so funny. Damn it. Damn it. Went for another like 11 years. Well, if you can, until next time, remain, remain calm. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.